Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This November, annual Sherlock's VIP sign-ups receive a free Coco and Eve super nourishing coconut and fig hair mask worth £34.90. Purchase VIP as a gift or sign up yourself for just £5 a month or £50 for the year and join the most exclusive VIP scheme in London. From restaurant openings and discounts at bars and hotels to beauty and wellness offers, Sherlock's partners with London's best venues, suppliers and brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. Visit sherlocksvip.com to find out more. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Rosie Charrington, Heather Steele and Laura Black. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hi. Did anyone watch Dynasties last night? No, I have. I love David Attenborough and all those programmes, but I just haven't. I keep going to the cinema on a Sunday night. Oh, yes. So basically, I haven't seen them yet. But I'm going to binge on them. But I heard about the penguins. Yeah. And I- it's so sweet. So they were in Antarctica with the penguins and they did something controversial. There were a group of penguins, 50 penguins, each with a baby that they were protecting who were stuck in like a ravine like in the ice and so the crew took the decision to build like some steps basically in the snow for them to escape but obviously this has brought up this huge question like what's the role of the documentary maker Mm -hmm. is it to interfere or is it not to and obviously David Attenborough worked with a crew and in the past they haven't intervened in other circumstances like they were referring to when a baby elephant died in a series not long ago so yeah it's brought a lot of people are debating whether they did the right thing or not but they saved 50 mummies and 50 babies it's so hard to watch yeah. and not want to help. I think a lot of what David Attenborough does is conservation as well. I know that's not strictly conservation, but if you've got mm. an opportunity to help, I could see why they yeah. take it. And that's what they said. They said, like, the baby elephant apparently was dying of starvation, and they said that, yes, okay, they could feed it, but they were just probably prolonging the inevitable mm-hmm. if they did that. Whereas this was just, like, a really simple measure they could take to yeah. save, like, 100 penguins. So, But it's really worth a watch. They are so sweet. And didn't one of them get kidnapped? Yeah. So what? Yeah. Hearing was penguin. really traumatic. Yeah. 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 By who? So, by another penguin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the way it works is the mother kind of imagine it, grows the egg, develops the egg, mm-hmm. keeps it safe, and then gives it to the father for like the real dark depths of winter. Yeah. The father looks after it, and the mother goes off to fish. The mother comes back, and then they hatch the egg, and they have to transfer it from the father back to the mother. It's really quick, like they're standing really close together, but in that time, all the mothers whose babies haven't survived <gasps> the winter yeah. basically go, yeah, they try and steal it. And you see it, yeah, and you see it happen. It's really sad. Oh so, my God. so you're looking at this penguin couple who are just like, you know, looking around, like, where's our kid? And then you see this on the camera, it pans to like this other baby who's just like waddling off, like, oh, yeah, no swipe the baby. Did she get away with it? Well, yeah, but then apparently it's not its natural habitat if it's not its own parents. So their chances of survival are really low. So yeah, it's really All sad. Around, just really yeah, really yeah. sad. I mean, Dave Attenborough, step in, get the yeah. penguin back. Well, get that's back. the question. How <laughs> far? To draw the line. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so I really recommend oh. giving it 
going to watch. Has anyone else seen anything good? Heather, you went to the cinema last night. I saw Suspiria, which is the new remake of the uh, 1977 original, which I really like, even though I don't like horror films. But I like the old school 70s ones Mm -hmm. where they're not really very scary because the gore is just so fake. (laughs) That's fake blood. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But yeah, I really liked it. It's got Dakota Johnson in and Tilda Swinton and Chloe Grace Moretz and Mia Goth. So lots of cool up and coming people as Mm -hmm. well as oldies. I like the idea of going to the cinema on a Sunday night. Mm. Yeah, it's just such I, a nice my new routine. Yeah. I like going at like six. Yeah, not too late. Treat, not yeah, too yeah, late. yeah, I didn't go yeah. too late because I genuinely thought I was going to be terrified mm. of it. So, so is it really scary? No. Oh, so it's a horror. As in, there's lots of body horror and mm. kind of horrible things happening to people. But I found fine like once you get over the first sort of 20 minutes mm. you're like okay basically it's a very similar to the original it's set at a dance school in berlin and one of the dancers has gone missing and told a psychiatrist that she believes that all the teachers are witches and that they're using some of the dancers to kind of perform a ritual that will kind of bring people back from the dead and yeah the dance scenes were amazing mm. like well black swan was based a bit on the original mm-hmm. suspiria but there's lots of similarities to that one lots of sort of interpersonal relationships lots of can you remember the bit in black swan when she was peeling oh, her mm. like, like lots of that kind of stuff kind of going okay. on subtly rather than like a full-on sort of horror cool. fest but yeah i recommend it i thought it was okay. good I'm not sure I'm cut out for that. No. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely didn't go to a late night screening. Like, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyone else seen anything good? This couldn't be more different, but I watched on Amazon Prime. They've just released, I think it's a film, it's an hour and a half, of Coldplay. So somebody's oh. been filming them since they first joined together and it was released last week. I'm such a fan of Coldplay. Was it behind the scenes stuff? Behind the scenes of literally when they got together and you see kind of their highs and lows. And I mean, when you watch it, it just feels like yesterday. Yeah. That they were like, you yeah. know, and where they are now it's just mind-blowing yeah, they you know, are. when you see them just playing to these enormous stadiums and they are just kind of you know Blokes. just normal guys yeah. <laughs> that have just done yeah. really really well and it must feel quite authentic yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh okay i'm definitely gonna check that out i love amazon prime yeah i, I, say that all I know, the time, I, know. I i've got my 30-day trial at the moment i watched mrs doubtfire last night oh craving to watch it because i went to san francisco obviously earlier in the year and my friends made us kind of drive around so we could find the house oh, and we, oh, we sort oh, of did but ever since I was like I need to rewatch yes. it and it did not disappoint oh, it makes me sad that film well that's the thing I actually got really teary towards yeah. the end when Mrs Doubtfire's on the TV yeah. doing oh, that thing because I haven't seen it since he's died so I did feel a yeah. bit like oh gosh it's got a whole new sort of meaning now. yeah it really does um, really? Justin, you thought you'd escape the Strictly chat. Rosie, I'm not trying to escape any Strictly chat. I'm all in for it. <laughs> so I went down to my mum's new place in Brighton for the weekend. I will caveat this by saying my mum doesn't actually watch Strictly. But, you know, you're in on a Saturday night. It's there. And it's better than X Factor. It really is. I absolutely loved it. Okay. Well, you started on a good one. It was black. Yeah. It was so Ooh, good. Yes. And Faye was just incredible. Amazing. Really, yeah. really good. So good. I feel like I am such a judgy person watching it because mm. I used to be a dancer did you? yeah what kind of dancer? ballet for maybe ages maybe you'd like Suspiria then yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I thought they were really really good I was really impressed <laughs> just 
moving over this fact. I'm yeah, like, yeah, straight yeah, yeah. I'm just about to <laughs> Not professionally, but I mean, I quit when I was like 14 because I was like, just want to have fun for a bit. But uh, yeah, I was really impressed. And Joe Sugg surprised me too. Agreed this week. Yes. I thought he was good this week. I agree with Georgie generally that I think he gets more praise than he perhaps warrants, but he was really good this I week, know, yeah, actually. Really yeah. Good. And I mean, Charles Venn, I've got a lot of love for Charles Venn. I think he's Oh, unreal. yeah. He was really good. Um, that was so fun good. to watch. And Ashley, we've made no secret of thinking that yeah. Ashley perhaps doesn't deserve to be that I mean, she's so good but it was amazing it was amazing it kind of pains me to say so what was she doing this week which dance she did a jive yeah it was a jive and it? they got the first 40 of the oh, series oh yes I Craig saw someone did that and it was just flawless like I mean it really yeah. was insane she does I think have some humility about the whole thing as well she does seem to genuinely be really caring and she's never once intimated that she thinks she's better than anybody else so yeah. you know and there are other people who are getting 38s and 39s at this point so it is mm. becoming slightly more of an even playing mm-hmm. field I think it's just if she wins it'll be annoying oh I yeah. don't think they'll let her win you don't no I think that'd be up for yeah I mean, do you I, think Rosie having only watched it once this, yeah from yeah. my one episode I think they yeah I think they will Faye. win actually yeah I think she should have a good chance yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so pleased will we watch it again then? I definitely will yes my oh, housemate so is gonna be inflicted with this every Saturday <laughs> night <laughs> is a horrible well. word I think your housemate will love it I mean she does make me watch the X Factor so there oh, you go dear. she's got a question Charlotte I remember when we did my first podcast I think ages ago mm. you said you were gonna watch X Factor this year I was actually thinking last night I haven't seen a minute you of didn't it. even no. try <laughs> I think I like the idea of it in like a nostalgic way but I, it, I just can't you know, I was watching it last night I was getting ready for I'm a Celeb and oh. I had it on in the background the noise and the screaming yeah. oh my god it, I was <laughs> literally so I had noisy. to put it on mute it was driving me crazy that's how was I Miss Leb I fell asleep did you um, yeah. was it the first episode yeah. it was oh. I'm not a fan no, me neither I like too to many watch... spiders and snakes I just, oh but god. I just like something that I can watch every evening filling that Love Island gap yes very true Let's talk about interview questions. From trying to second guess what might come your way to getting caught off guard by a tricky topic, job interviews can be a minefield. But before you get yourself into a state of blind panic, UK jobs like Glassdoor revealed the top 50 most common interview questions to get to grips with. We've put some of them into a story. They include things like, tell me about yourself. How do you handle pressure? And what's your biggest failure? All of these put the fear of God in me, I have to say. So (laughs) what is the hardest question that you guys have ever been asked? I mean, that one sounds terrifying. Luckily, I've never been asked what my biggest failure is. I always prepare for that one because everyone, when you ever look at any, like, questions you must prepare for similarly to this that mm. always comes up and I think that's a horrible one isn't what it what so you say my I can't last relationship <laughs> <laughs> no I think the thing is with all these things isn't it you've got to try and think of something it's where you happened. didn't do well but you turned yeah, it around okay. so you learnt from it and mm. you've yeah. done it again like, what's that worst one where it's like tell me about your biggest weakness yes. oh yeah. it's just too much of a yeah, perfectionist, yeah. perfectionist. <laughs> yeah. I did hear though that the best way to answer that question is not by saying that but by saying something that the job you're interviewing for will kind of make you grow in that you haven't done that much of. Oh, yeah, So yeah. you kind of twist the question around, like, I'm really interested to develop my skills in X, Y, Z. Yeah, like, I don't have much experience in, in. but, yeah. Okay, noticed. Rather than an actual weakness of something you're supposed to be good at. Yeah. Maybe don't mention too many of those in the job spec. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember sitting in, when we were interviewing for a role here, and we brought Georgie in to meet somebody, and Georgie said to her, oh, so what do you like to do for fun? And the girl cried. 
crumbled, like really crumbled. And we were chatting about this on our desk the other day when somebody says that to you, like, oh, what do you do in your spare time? Because if you don't prepare that really for an yeah. interview question and it feels like a really loaded question, I think Georgie was just, you know, making trying chat. to get, a, yeah, making chat, trying to get a scope of who this person was. But I understand why this girl really freaked out because you don't know what somebody's looking for with yes. that question. Yeah. They just want some personality yeah. though. Yeah. So that's all it is. So my husband who works in a corporate world, he was once asked, if you had to buy everyone in the UK a Christmas present, <laughs> how many meters of ribbon would you need to wrap up everyone's presents? <gasps> what? Oh, I thought they were going to be like, what would you get? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds like a that's fun, fun question. How terrifying oh, is no. that? Yeah, they're just looking for your problem solving. So it doesn't have to be the right answer. It's... No, it's just how you figure it out, yeah. how you can mentally Show your work. Yeah. That is really hard. Ben had one once where he went through this whole interview and it all went well, whatever. And then at the end, the guy was like, oh, just one more question. What's my name? (gasps) No! I it wasn't like somebody he'd been emailing with or whatever, you know, he was speaking to HR. Did he get yeah. the job? No. He <laughs> didn't get the job. Oh my God, that's... How bad is that? That's horrid. That's, but that's a real, yeah, But that is a real life lesson. That sounds like a terrible... I was going to say, so many of these sound quite corporate. Mm. Yeah. And we're quite lucky we're not sort of in that kind no. of... No. You know, rounds and rounds of corporate interviews. But oh. just yeah. knowing somebody's name is kind of... Yeah. So, so mean. I remember my interview here was really fun. Georgie and I just like flipped through magazines and she was like, is this Sherlock? Is this Sherlock? Oh and that was it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that is what you need to know though isn't it yeah Here. exactly mm-hmm. exactly um, George you did ask me one question that really threw me in my interview luckily I got it right it was like normal question normal question and then suddenly she was like myriad is it myriad something or a myriad, myriad of yeah. something I, that's so interesting that you say that because in my second interview here I said to her that one of the reasons that I really wanted to work here was because they use myriad correctly <laughs> and I read so many publications where they use myriad wrong, wrong. Yeah. and I was so thrilled to have seen it in the copy here and to have been used so funny. For those wondering, it's myriad, myriad, yeah. not of. myriad people, not yes. a myriad of. Yes, I've right. never heard this chat before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now you know you're initiated. I love a subbing question. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your top tips for getting prepared for these interview questions, Heather? I think, yeah, just kind of writing down all the possible questions, even the easy ones, like tell me about yourself. And I just kind of write down my answers and mm-hmm. just try and memorize them, it's basically. It's so easy to ramble on that question. Yeah, it's really difficult to concisely say about three things. Yes. But it isn't just about work as well. But also, you're not going to go off, like, you know, talk about Duke of Edinburgh stuff, <laughs> what you like to do in your spare time, kind of thing. In this piece, it says, This isn't a chance to tell the recruiter your life story. This is an opportunity to shout about your skills. That made me quite nervous I feel like my instinct answer to that question would be well I was born and raised in London <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. Like, I feel like tell me about yourself it's like they're trying yeah, to get an yeah. idea of your personality but perhaps not no, no they've got to know they're always Charlotte digging Collins, for fashion editor you've yeah. been here mm-hmm. for X amount of years and you're good at XYZ <laughs> Okay, so you've got the job, but what are you going to do now to feel closer with your co-workers? With new research suggesting nearly one in ten employees have no friends in the office. That's sad. Experts are warning our lack of face-to-face interaction in the workplace is becoming a global epidemic. So Rosie, you wrote a piece about how to feel more connected in the workplace. I did. We spoke to a... New York Times bestselling author, serial entrepreneur and a careers and workplace expert called Dan, Dan Schwabel. I want that surname. Great, great name. He's released a new book called Back to Human. And it's basically about how 
we're living in this really isolated age and actually connection is the key for us being more productive and happier at work. And he said that because we spend so much time at work these days and that the lines between our work and our home life are blurred, you know, there are some positions where you just can't not check your emails outside mm-hmm. of the office. That's part of the job. So instead of focusing on work-life balance, he calls it work-life integration. And so he says that because we're missing out on our social lives, that we should try and bring that into the office and actually spending more time trying to make connections with your work colleagues will make everyone happier and way more productive. Yeah, he says conversation between co-workers is enough to boost performance by up to 20%, Yeah, which is fascinating. How important does everyone here feel that good relationships are with your colleagues? Essential. It's so important. And face-to-face, I think, is so yeah. important, I think, in this world where we all sit on, you know, messenger chat or email us and just get a job done so much quicker mm-hmm. if you actually sit and chat to somebody. Yes, yeah. I yeah. agree. That's something he said that he looked at a lot of studies and he found that... Just just one face-to-face meeting could be more successful and powerful than 34 emails exchanged back and forth what? between people, which yeah, is I, shocking. I've been in those 34 email <laughs> threads and I can completely agree with I, that sentiment. I completely agree. We've just had one from last week and it's coming this morning and we've gone back to square one. Yeah, it's such a waste of time. Oh my God, if we just sat and chatted around the table, <laughs> yeah, would, that would have been completely. a five-minute job. I think it's hard to always glean real meaning from emails, mm. isn't it? Mm. So I think, yeah, if you can actually chat to somebody, even if it's something small as well you can't always tell somebody's tone from an Completely. email so sometimes yeah, you can so get true. the complete wrong end of the stick yeah. and yeah. think you're in trouble it's really harsh really exactly yeah. my dad has a theory called read it three ways that's his thing and he always right. says it because my mum will be like I got an email for this one it says <laughs> and he's like is that what it says or does it say this so read it through you know if ever I send something to him being like look what this one just said he's like okay read it three ways like how many ways can it be interpreted that's and such it's, good advice yeah, it's I really love good that. advice it's a really good life lesson so yeah I completely agree with that and all the littlest things like bad punctuation mm-hmm. or like yeah. you know how we put a kiss after every email but then if there's no kiss then it's like well <laughs> no, hang on oh, yeah, honestly, honestly like, it can. it's weird yeah. it's really weird or a yup full stop yes. it's just so aggressive <laughs> you're like Ooh. yes you can get yeah. so much passive but aggressive. actually it was probably just like yep that's cool exactly yeah exactly what is everyone's tips for reaching out to your colleagues i think one of my favorite tips that dan gave was to ask for and give feedback more often something that he found in his research was that recognizing people's either personal or professional successes with like in-person celebrations or kind of email chains if not possible was something that really really made a difference people especially millennials which is really interesting so he said that if you are a manager to really make an effort to kind of praise people when they do something right and if you are kind of lower down that ladder to on both sides of it for good and bad just ask for more feedback in person from your manager Mm -hmm. and that kind of even if it's a five minute chat every week having that time really kind of helps foster that connection and happiness at work like that Heather? Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's all right, you know, having a quick chat in the kitchen, but mm. I do like the when we do our thirsty Thursday. Yeah, um, chats a bit more. Get to know yeah. them as a person mm-hmm. rather than just a colleague. Exactly. Like, find out a bit. Because I think there's quite a lot them. of people in the office. Physically, they're on the opposite side mm-hmm. of the office to me. So I do think it's nice where you can just, yeah, get to know somebody in Definitely. a way that you don't really get a chance to in a normal sort of. I don't even email them. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so nice true, actually. It's almost like I always say this to people that we work sort of in like separate industries here. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> if we might be on editorial but somebody in marketing it's almost like an entirely separate yeah, role yeah. it doesn't always cross over well I agree and I think it's all about just being really confident isn't it you've got to just buy the bullet particularly when you're new at a job and just chat to people 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're all advised to start a rainy day fund, but should that include a cash cushion should you and your partner go your separate ways? Whether you've just entered the official zone with your other half or you spent many happy years with your beau, (laughs) saving for a breakup just in case could prove seriously useful down the line. This comes off the back of Credit Fix, the UK's biggest personal insolvency company, who claim that breakup funds are a growing financial trend amongst women. Heather, saving for a breakup? Yes, not because I'm planning anything, but yeah, when my previous relationship ended, it was quite sudden and we were living together and because we're living in Brighton, the rent was a lot cheaper back then. So I just found myself with a bit more cash at the end Mm -hmm. of each month than I had done before. So I just started putting only 150 quid away each month. I'm so glad (laughs) that I did that because when we did break up, I already... You the rent. Yeah. Or basically he was in a worse financial situation. So we ended up still living together for two months but it meant that I could like straight away as soon as it was like right this is over Mm. I had enough money to be like okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna move out gonna live on my Mm -hmm. own and I could put a deposit down buy a new bed and all those kind Mm -hmm. of things that you have to do buy a wardrobe and just cover the essentials basically and obviously it was a really shit time Mm. but I could move out and I could do something you didn't need to worry about okay when you say it like that I feel like I've been a bit harsh (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's sensible otherwise we'd have probably both have had to live there for about four or five months while mm. we were trying to save up or I'd have had to like ask my parents to borrow some money which I'd have hated to do mm-hmm. and but yeah. were you doing it because you didn't think the relationship was going to no, go I or did, were you I just sort of saving in another port for exactly. a rainy day I definitely wasn't saving for a handy. breakup but now yeah. I'm very much more like I always want to make sure I've got, say, a grand, which I haven't quite got at the moment. But, you know, about that, just kind of somewhere else, just in case. Because I think I was very upset at the time, but I think it would have been 10 times as worse if I was having to live there for longer and really worried about what I was going to do next. So I recommend it. many people that's happened to where they're renting, they're stuck in a contract, they end up breaking up. And I know one couple that has lived together for six months because they couldn't get out of their contract. And it was a one-bedroom flat. So they would take turns sleeping on the sofa. Or one of them would go stay at their parents' house for a week and come back. And it just sounds like a nightmare I think if you don't have a fund get a break clause in your contract Mm -hmm. but I think when you're renting as a couple it's tricky if you've signed a big contract Mm -hmm. together but I think calling it a breakup fund is perhaps a bit pessimistic it's the name isn't it it's the name it's a savings pot to me it's an independence pot that's how I look at it like technically yes I do all the things on that list I save my own Mm -hmm. money I will continue to save my own money whilst we're Mm -hmm. married because you never know what's going to happen down the line and I'd hate the idea that I 
I know of that as well and people whose marriages have broken I mean like long into yeah. whatever into their 30s their 40s mm. or whatever but then they have no financial independence and particularly like Ben works in banking so naturally the kind of financial stuff falls on him mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be in a position where I don't know where our money is or how to access yeah. it and I know people who that's happened to so I mean I certainly don't have a lot but I feel like I always will keep a pot for myself and that is in case of a rainy day as they say it's, yeah. it's for that reason I think it's slightly different now, isn't it? Because we don't rely so much on men financially. Like we're kind of... (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you kind of do have to always look out for yourself, I suppose. But someone wrote a feature on something about this about three years ago and they called it a fuck fund, as in like when you're like, oh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. But it was specifically related to relationship sort of breakdowns. And like just, yeah, even if you're married, just always make sure you've got something. Because also things could be going swimmingly. Like Ben's lucky he's got a great job but that won't necessarily always be the case you mm-hmm. can't rest on that forever so you need to have some kind of backup and I know they say you should have however many months salary oh, in the God, I mean, six months or something that, isn't it like that's that laughable but, up, yeah, but, but yeah. at least to know that you could remain independent for a while even if that's as a couple yeah, remain independent course. and not have to fall back as you say on parents mm-hmm. or whoever in a difficult time it's just quite reassuring I think okay well from one morbid-ish topic to another everything you need to know about writing your will This does seem pretty morbid, but at the same time, it's a pretty serious issue, isn't Mm -hmm. it? And creating a will may not be something you want to think about at any age, but it's a necessary part of growing up, especially if you own a property, have children, or want to pass heirlooms on to someone specific. Does anyone here have a will? (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes. Well, you're a proper grown-up. Was having children the catalyst for creating a will? Yeah. But I think it's really important. Now I'm a bit older and I've gone through, you know, relatives dying and seeing the consequences of having a will Mm. or if your will is not actually fully in place it's complicated Mm. and I really advise anybody even if you don't have children to have a will like there's no harm in just being a bit organised yeah that's so Um, true it is a bit bleak and depressing when you're sitting there sort of choosing who's getting what not there's much to give but you know it is depressing and it was scary and it wasn't a particularly enjoyable morning Mm. but I definitely think now it's in place I feel a bit more relaxed and is that all it takes it's just a morning of sitting down with what with a lawyer yeah but I mean I think you can even pick up like how to do a will I know there's piece doesn't recommend it in WH Smith's you can create you? your own oh, I, I think see. it's a bit harder when it comes to the legalities yeah at yeah. least you've got at least something you've on got paper something mm. written down so does it not need to be issued by a solicitor if- I think you can make a homemade one but there's quite strict rules around it's for the tooth Rosie consider having a will I think if I had something like a property or something incredibly valuable mm-hmm. that I want to leave to someone apart from just my laptop and wardrobe <laughs> Yeah, I think that's just going to be a free-for-all. Yeah, my friends are going to have some arguments (laughs) over that. You see your will, Rosie. That Gucci handbag. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I think as soon as I kind of owned a property Mm -hmm. or had children, I would make one straight Mm -hmm. away. But for the time being, it will just be a bit of a shit show. Well, I'm sorry for people who aren't feeling Christmassy yet because we're going to talk all about Christmas now. More specifically, the John Lewis Christmas advert. It's Elton, it's your song, and it's a lot of people impersonating Elton along the way. Does everybody here love it? I cried. Me too. Every time I watch, I cried. I think it's so sweet. Me too. I, mean, I love Elton as well. I'm a really big Elton fan. Me yeah. um, And also, I hadn't quite appreciated that it coincided with the date that his tour dates were released as well, yeah. which, I, which made me feel a bit sad. Yeah, a lot of people were a bit annoyed, weren't yeah. they? Like, it's extra promo. 
old corporate mm. lot of marketing yeah. going on. People were um, slacking it off though because they were saying John Lewis doesn't even sell piano. Yeah, they does. do. Well, Laura and I looked up because we thought that. Well, yeah. well, we confirmed they do. They sell three. But I right? mean, it, it's not a small gift. It's not a stocking for them. <laughs> Eight hundred and fifty pounds, but, it, oh, they, but they do. do. Yeah, they do. They were three. The piano that he got was actually his grandma's piano, oh. which is why it's even sweeter. In what, in real life? In real life, yeah. So they gave him his grandma's piano when he was a little kid. Oh, as like I a see. Cute... That's a real story, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't really thought about the kind of intricacies of it. I suppose, yes, I knew that was kind of his lifespan, but is that really what? Yeah. He wrapped up his grandma's piano. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but how is that, that even appetizing giving presents? It's, it's like, just... give him something else. Yeah. Like... It's just like, you see <laughs> it, you've got a nice warm feeling, and mm. then when you have that feeling, you think of John Lewis, and you go and spend a little money. Oh, yeah, got yeah. it. John Lewis is so Christmas. It's, good, it's, it's it is. a talking Yeah, part. it really yeah. is. John Lewis, I remember reading last year, they make something like 90% of their annual revenue. Don't quote me on that, but it's something that big in the six-week build-up to Christmas. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it's mad. It's like, just we all just head there at Christmas time. You can just buy everything there, can't you? Yeah. And it's so good for gifts, for people festive. who don't know what to buy for. Yeah, exactly. And you can now buy Elton John t-shirts there. Can you? Oh, yeah. I would I buy Elton yeah. They're, yeah. they're actually really cool. They're like vintage-style band tees, like inspired by his old tour t-shirts. Cool. And you can get them online or in Oxford Street. Oh, Fab. Yeah, really I'm, I'm a total Grinch. I don't really like any oh, of this. No. no, I don't know. I don't get excited about Christmas at all. I don't know why. It's a wonderful that. time of year. I don't year. think it is. I'm really like horrified by how soon it is. I feel vastly underprepared. Yeah, I do. I am. Yeah. So I agree. The panic is setting <laughs> yeah, in actually a little need bit. Need to do something about that. Yeah, yeah I, I was some money. walking through Brighton yesterday, <laughs> and all the lights are up. Every shop's all decked so out, nice. and I was like, oh god. I do like it, but in December. Yeah, I agree. I've got to get to December. Yeah. and then yeah. I'm all about the mulled wine. Speaking of Christmas, Heather, you wrote a piece about 17 cool office Christmas party ideas. I think we've all probably experienced a tragic Christmas party <laughs> in our time. So what was on your list for more alternative ideas? There are many different things you can do. I think doing an activity is usually a good way of just making sure that everyone doesn't get completely slammed in an hour and then mm. things go a bit sour quite early. So we've got playing table tennis at Bounce. We've got going to a business afternoon tea at Biscuiteers, mm-hmm. going bowling at All Star Lanes. A lot of these are kind of, you know, tried and tested. They're not necessarily new, mm-hmm. but they just do the job. So, yeah, you can hire your own cinema screens and go do a private screening of one of your favourite Christmas films I with some that. booze and popcorn, which I thought would be quite fun. That's so nice. No, I so really nice love that. Yeah, yeah mulled wine in the holiday or something. Yeah, exactly. What I really like this year that's new is that Lucky Voice and the they've launched it's called a Christmas party hangover club and it's essentially what we just said but everyone can like wear their pajamas and you're in a darkened room they'll give you duvets and loads of carbs and some anti-hangover cocktails which I think maybe wouldn't be perfect for the office Christmas do but I think maybe with mates if you've got a bit of festive fatigue or like the next day exactly yeah precisely I think that would be a good way of kind of easing back in to the party spirit definitely Laura any memorable parties from your time you must have had a lot in your time here yeah we've so. done some good ones here Georgie talks a lot about the treasure hunt <laughs> it, was, it was a success what can right. I say it was great we did it around Chelsea and it was really fun everybody got a bit competitive we stopped for a drink it was really that nice it, it is actually quite fun I have one of those at one of my old jobs and I was dreading it because the list was quite full on mm. like we had to go and go in a restaurant and sit down with a family and get a photo yeah, oh yeah. it's like a scavenger hunt another we had to film ourselves singing Christmas cards like in the street or they do a human pyramid uh, but it actually 
actually turned out to be hilarious. Yeah, I think yeah. as long as they don't go on too long mm. and everybody's still got enough energy behind them, it's and really, yeah. really fun. And if there's the promise of like a good drink and some food, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, definitely. Yeah. But I think it's nice. I think the thing for companies is not to like try and create something that's too much. Mm-hmm. I think it's just nice to have like that team feeling yeah, just agree. to celebrate all together. Yeah, like yeah. last year we just before we went out, but we were here for quite a while. We did drinks and so we had like a barman come here, set up a bar and sushi, um, sushi rolls. So nice. Came and catered as well, and it was just so lovely. Yeah, like, it and was everybody so was chill. a bit dressed up. Yeah, it was just yeah. really nice. festive gear, and we all had drinks in the office and ate loads of sushi. Did and Secret Santa, Secret Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also Myra and I did our game of <gasps> oh, yeah. uh, overheard in the Sherlock's office. Oh my god, um, yeah. So we weren't here, obviously, but Myra and I keep a spreadsheet of all oh, the stupid shit that people say throughout the year. Oh and god, why do you have to guess who says it? Is that going to make a resurgence? Honestly, it's laugh out loud funny. Currently, I was looking through it the other day, and it's because obviously Myra and I sit at opposite ends of the room as well, so we hear different people's stupid shit. Hilarious. Something to look forward to. So yeah, I realised that I have booked the day off after the Christmas party by accident. Ooh, but green. I think after Keep last it. year where I got 50 quid Uber into the office that is probably <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah I remember day. seeing that on behind the scenes before I started was it you and Carl oh, were you, you really you well over? see yeah, you so so I, I woke up with a 50 quid note in my bag <laughs> yeah. a guy did a magic trick and was like oh you can keep that and Carl was like no I don't want it I was like thanks then ended up waking up so late I had to spend the whole thing on an Uber but well at least it was a free what about that okay well that is I forward to again this year. I actually always love the day after the Christmas party yeah. in the office. Yeah. I love it's the collective debris. hangover. Yeah, no one's working, everybody's <laughs> dying, and I think we've had a lot of luck with pizzas in the last oh, few years as well. Yes. The only thing is that this year our Christmas party is on a Wednesday, mm. and so the day after is not a Friday, which makes it that bit harder. The brief maybe. podcast will be a giggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you enjoy that, Heather. <laughs> Let's talk quickly about some fashion. Rosie, you wrote a piece on the best black tights tried and tested. You're a big old tight fan. Love tights. You're wearing tights. Wearing today. them right now (laughs) so tell us which tights did you try and which came out on top as the best well so I will say first that you really can't go wrong with M&S for nice comfy tights but I think those times where maybe a special occasion or especially if I'm with thin denier tights Mm -hmm. so anything below 40 Mm -hmm. if you get a high end pair they make such a difference because I kind of tend to wear quite thick tights but obviously it's quite stylish to wear a thinner pair especially Mm -hmm. with like a leather skirt I really like that whole Saint Laurent look but I steered away from them really because I just didn't find them flattering then I tried on a pair of Wolfords mm-hmm. and was like oh my god I literally have a whole new pair of legs what exactly about the major legs look so much there so my favourite ones I tried were the Miss W leg support tights and they were 30 denier but they also do them I think in 15s and 20s and how much do they cost they are £31 <sighs> so you've got a lot for pair of but once you've tried them on you will see why so basically they're made with special compression so not just at the top they do have a kind of shaping mm-hmm. panel not as horrendous as Spanx it's actually quite comfortable but They've got shaping with compression all the way up the legs. So from your ankles to your knees, everywhere, it just makes you look like you've been working out for a few months. Wow. And they feel really light and comfortable. I just cannot rate them enough. And do they snag? I think less easily because they're so tight to your Mm -hmm. skin that they don't kind of sag and then snag on something. I also tried a similar pair by Fault 
their leg energizer range. They also have that same compression effect. I did find that they snagged slightly less, but maybe I just didn't sit on a wooden bench that day. <laughs> These yeah. are 39 pounds as I well. I mean, so. for everyday wear, I feel like you have to be absolutely loaded. Mm-hmm. But for special occasions, you know, if you're going to buy a pair of Spanx, I would advise trying these first and seeing how you feel. Okay. That's interesting to know. Mm. Yeah, there's another pair here which just the price like literally gives me palpitations. The item M6 pair which are £56. Yes. So I, yeah. Tell me about those. They're miracle tights. They have ceramic crystal particles melted into them. <laughs> yes. That sounds excessive. <laughs> so apparently these crystals sit next to your skin, the heat from your body heats them up and then they get rid of cellulite. I mean, I've worn them and I still have cellulite. So I was going to say, nothing gets rid of cellulite. No. <laughs> but they are are made by a German company that specializes in compression wear. So they do make your legs look amazing. I think if you're going on long haul flights or if you're sitting down all day and you tend to get really swollen legs, they're absolutely amazing for that. Okay. But I think for like the average person, no. But I do get quite bad water retention. So I try compression wear. I think if you want to try it out for cheaper, I think it's Shoal do the same kind of technology in their tights. They make really good flight socks, but in boots, they're now making a range of compression tights. Okay. So if you do sit down all day or stand up all day and find your legs get really tired mm-hmm. or your ankles get swollen couldn't recommend it enough okay great thank you well that piece is live on the site now if you want some more recommendations speaking of your recommendations Rosie you and Pascal went head to head on whether you'd wear a thong or not Pascal says no thong wearers must be masochists and I know she was struggling to find somebody to write in defence of the thong did she literally go around the office yes do you like, and do you like thongs <laughs> anyway she should have looked closer to home because her desk buddy you well Rosie I actually feel like you didn't even defend the thong you more defended going commando on your side thongs are the lesser of two evils I don't know how you can say that do you genuinely genuinely believe that thongs are comfortable yes well not like actually comfortable but more comfortable than knickers yes that blows my that mind that literally blows my mind where do you guys sound but how no way no I mean like 15 years ago maybe mm. when it was like trendy yeah. to wear a thong which is when it's yeah totally but now no there's no comfort there no none whatsoever I just think you're wearing the wrong thong no I think you're wearing the wrong knickers yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, maybe. But what knickers would you recommend? Because I just find I just get a wedgie. I'll walk along and get a wedgie. And then because there's so much fabric in the knickers, it's so uncomfortable. I have a pair of knickers that I wanted to recommend by Triumph. I live in them. Yeah, that's the best shape. They are so comfortable. My grandma bought these for me, like, years ago for Christmas. <laughs> and I've, like, just going, I know, and they last... I mean, I put them through hell in the washing machine, and they last so well. And I'm just about to buy a whole load more. I was just sending my mum a screenshot yesterday, being like, they're the ones. <laughs> I, I cannot tell you how comfortable they are and how supported I feel in them. I love them. What do they look like at the back? Amazing. Like, they're not your whole bum. They're like a half Just your bum. Skin. Nice. Skin your bum. Yeah. yeah. They're great, M&S honestly. do good ones. Yeah, yeah they yeah. really do. M&S yeah. pants. Yes. These are my like nice ones, mm-hmm. but yeah, otherwise yeah. it's packer than this one. Yeah. 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 Or three for £10. I also rate Victoria's Secret Snickers actually. Yeah. Not sexy ones, like just plain black and plain nude, um, but they're really comfortable and they also wear well in the wash. Their thongs are the only ones I can wear. <gasps> yeah, can you recommend it though? I, got, <laughs> I, I won't wear one, but it did sound yeah. Yeah. I mean, interesting. I'm, I don't just wear just any old thong because I do think that would be horrendously uncomfortable. Just this 
one okay. or two stars by Victoria's Secret because they're like lace around the tops. So they sit really flat. Mm. I agree. That was the bit that I did mm, agree with. Yes. Mm. The lace, so it's flat. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But that applies to it's knickers the, too. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. And then the rest is cotton. Oh, I think maybe my bum is too big for them. I don't know. My bum is too big for knickers. That's my problem. No, but the thongs just get, for want of a better word, like absorbed. absorbed. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry. No, not for me. I'm I'm Pascal yeah, Camp. I, I mean, please, by all means, send Rosie a message if you are with her. But I I'm think gonna try these knickers, Charlotte, and get back to you. Okay, good. Because I think you're in the minority in the Shoelight's office. Let's end by talking about some fashion. Well, it is finally festive season. Little sequins around. Laura, are you buying anything for the festive party season? Well, I've just bought my velvet trousers. Love oh, yeah. velvet. They are so nice. Thank you. They are um, from H&M. H&M, yeah. Also got my own velvet blazer. Mm. I just, I love fashion at this time of year. A bit of sequin. Mm. I mean, I'm not like head to toe sequin and heels, but like some velvet trousers mm. with like a nice cashmere jumper or something with a little touch of sparkle. Yes. It's right up my street. What about you guys? Heather? No, oh. Grinch. <laughs> I haven't got my own anything specific, mm. but I do like this time of year. Yeah, lots of velvet and woolen textures. Mm. Exactly. You fell for those velvet Bojan slippers, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. You tried on the green, green like a jewelry yes. green yes. They were so burgundy, nice. and yeah, they are yeah. so nice. Rosie, what about you? I feel like you definitely embraced festive party. Classic. I do. Well, I actually just bought a velvet blazer, kind of tuxedo jacket nice. blazer from Mango, which is nice. really, really nice. I want to get some of those big diamante drop mm. earrings to Ooh, wear with it. I think that would look cool. Ones, yeah. They really do. I am such a magpie that I have to be very careful around this time of year <laughs> because I don't have that many events to go to. And if I'm not careful, my entire wardrobe mm. will be full of sequins. Yeah. But actually, I've been looking for a New Year's dress, but I think I'm gonna wear my mum's old dress from the 70s Ooh. so she's just moved house and I was saying oh I kind of want this dress I had it in my mind what I wanted mm-hmm. couldn't find it anywhere and she's like oh well I found one in the loft that you might like as she describes it, I'm like oh god kind of like entertaining her a bit mm. get back to the house she shows it to me I was like oh my god mum you were a slut <laughs> <laughs> obviously she wasn't sorry mum no. <laughs> okay, it's this it's long sleeve and it's kind of a midi length with these like tassels around the bottom and it's knitted silver like lurex but see-through cool. but it's kind of like not completely see-through like certain lights mm-hmm. and it's got a really good fit so it's not bodycon bodycon mm-hmm. but it just sits Skip in the right places nice. and yeah that sounds awesome nice. mm. so what are you going to wear that with with like a black bralette type thing and some high-waisted leathers maybe I think well thong fair <laughs> naturally I'm going to wear a commando hi everyone yeah. <laughs> I, well I need to try it on first with the thong but it might be a bit risque from yeah, the back yeah I think you should and yeah I need a fur coat because it's going to be cold I'm gonna go up onto the roof of where I am to watch fireworks and because it's see-through and I'll be wearing a thong I'll be freezing yeah but I don't quite have the right jacket I need like a floor length fake fur yes like that amazing H&M one that we keep yes we can't find it anywhere anywhere. there was that cream teddy bear and it sold out in like five minutes yeah and they haven't reintroduced but we are on watch if you do see a full length fake fur coat please write into Sherlock and tell me (laughs) (laughs) well I'm into suits this time of year I bought a glittery black uh, suit from Zara and I don't even know how you describe it it's not lame it's just like shimmery yeah it's a sheen it looks like it could be sequined in certain lights but it's not and it's a tuxedo jacket with like a silky lapel 
well and matching trousers like Zara trousers are hard unless you're like quite straight up and down they, they're completely different yeah fit, I've tried yeah. many a pair on and just cut and never Me bought too. a sometimes pair sometimes it just might surprise you exactly mm. and this pair was exactly <gasps> that they are the yeah. perfect fit I mean the whole suit together is 100 quid which I think is pretty good like really? I've got it's a few fit. Yeah, yeah I worked an engagement party last week and I worked at the Christmas party mm-hmm. and as you say get one good thing that's festive and as long as it's not the same crowd every time you can kind of recycle it for all the festive occasions but if you are looking for something fabulous for Christmas Reese they really nail it with dresses always but I think people think of Reese as like workwear dresses but mm-hmm. actually they have some stunning there's that silky asymmetric like Absolutely oyster beautiful. coloured one. Oh, so pretty yeah it's beautiful but also um, great for Christmas dresses as well if you do have that office Christmas party totally. where you need a dress mm-hmm. they had so many so many also amazing tailoring again like they've kind of taken what they're good at like their workwear staples and then made them party so they've got velvet blazers and like satin blazers and so it's still got really yeah, good and cuts, really but lovely shirt. colours yeah gorgeous quite colours quite soft colours not just your black totally yeah, yeah there's some feminine stuff yeah, in there as well which, really which can be really hard to find particularly the trends this year you know the Zara's or whatever they're quite kind of bold and Saint Laurent-y they're not very yeah. soft and feminine yeah. so Reese is definitely mm. the kind of antidote to that I do have a quick style question Charlotte mm. if you are wearing a tuxedo mm. whether a kind of shiny one or a velvet one what do you wear underneath that as a top do you go like nothing underneath well I went nothing nice underneath bra. with this one so you did it up. Um, I did right. it up did it actually... a Kim Kardashian no 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just like I hope it balanced <laughs> no. I did it up but actually there's no button high enough like the button was like navel mm. so I then just pinned it because it's lapels mm. I put a safety pin underneath and you can't see it so that works quite well but that's it's obviously because you can put it exactly where you want exactly, to exactly well. exactly mm-hmm. so yeah it was pinned up exactly where I wanted it if that's not for you Erna Leon when she was in here last week also had a really good like a black body that was a halter neck and you know when it's a halter neck they're kind of two strips of material oh, nice. yeah. over your boobs and that's a really good way of feeling you know if it pops open or if it's not quite sitting where you want you're still protected mm. but you still got the hint of yeah the I thought that was so great I thought that was such a good thing really to have good yeah and I mean they're really affordable and they're everywhere so yeah really useful just to own one of those I think so yeah that's your tip thanks you're welcome mm. I think that's just about all we've got time for today if you enjoyed that please do rate review subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details